It's nothing like waking up from a nightmare grateful that you are safe. Hi, this is Tamika Michelle Podcast, and I'm coming at you, straight at you again, and I woke up from this really long nightmare. I don't know subconsciously where that nightmare came from, but in this nightmare, it is quite typical, I would say a typical nightmare. Um, I've never had this type of nightmare, but I, I'm now I'm starting to understand why my they say your subconscious um, rule your I guess your un things that you're not dealing with consciously, subconsciously you're supposed to deal with in your dreams. Well, I have a variety of fears. Do you feel like confessing them? I can tell you some of them. And one of the fears that I have is getting lost. So I kind of understand the dream a little bit. I love to travel, but I'm afraid of getting lost. Really weird. And then at this crazy, gotta stay inside time, I ain't trying to go anywhere. But yet I'm supposed to live a life and be grateful for my life. Instead of living in fear. And living in fear keeps me inside of here. To a point to where I stay on the 6th floor in my apartment at the Parkfield Apartments. I literally don't want to step out the door. But because I had to take out the trash. I take, I pull it down the chute. I don't have to go to the dumpster like some people do. I just pull it down the chute. The point I'm making is. How are y'all dealing with this lockdown? Hi. Good morning. Um, this is a roll call just saying hello, hello to everybody and telling people about this crazy, crazy ass dream. I woke up happy, holding myself, glad that I am in my apartment right now. Because in my dream, I don't know if I spoke to you about my weaknesses and uh, if you actually went to something called my weaknesses, or my confessions, I'm sorry. I'm not promoting it, but I'm just saying, like, you have an option, a variety of episodes that you can listen to. So I'm calling this one my fears. I'm glad. To, no, I'm calling it. Sorry. I'm calling it glad to wake up from a nightmare. And in this nightmare, I was in a foreign town. Don't know the town. Foreign state. Don't know the state. Don't know where the hell I was. But I can tell you this, the scenery that I remember being in is, was a church. Someone had invited me to a church. Now, let's go starting there while reflecting on my fear and this church. My fear, when it comes down to church people, church people, oh, they can be so evil. I would say the evilest people I've met in my life are church, so-called church people. Can y'all agree with me on that? And I know that has nothing to do with Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior for those who actually have that faith, that foundation, and there's nothing wrong with that. I've met good friends, lifetime friends, to be honest with you, that I met in ministry. Yes, I've been involved in ministry, and no, I'm not ashamed of it. Because to me, that's God using me. 
so for his glory and and for my joy unexpected gladness and joy if you are used by through jesus through the holy spirit hey there is a joy that comes there a surprise joy not just power not just authority not just accomplishments you know to me i'm gonna tell you as a christian it takes the power of the holy ghost to maintain, to guide me. I'm talking about individual. I ain't just talking about helping some people. I'm talking about M-E. M-E. Me. I'm talking about me. Our biggest, well at least me, my, one of my biggest problems have been me. So let's get back to the dream. So I don't have a whole bunch of faith in church people, even though, like I said before, um, hi, Ryan, hi, Lasagna, love y'all to death. These are people who I know love the Lord, and I got to befriend them, and I'm so grateful for them. Lasagna, I've known you for quite some time. Can't say my age right now, because I don't want to reveal your age right now. I think I remember you older than me. That's what I do remember. But I will say I'm grateful for you, Ryan. I'm so glad you see me as who, who Christ sees me as. You know, when you go through a hard situation, that's where Ryan met me. See, he met me on the Las Vegas Strip on the bridge when I was going through my whole transitional homeless saga it's nothing like being somewhere hard in public view i was like and what the like it was a fact i was before the world of tourists you got everybody from all around the world from everywhere think about it all the countries all the nations love to come to vegas a lot of europeans come to vegas a lot of people who have nothing but winter majority of the year go to las vegas they save their money and i met some decent people i have to be honest everybody wasn't sick and sadistic Thank you, Jesus. And yes, I say thank you, Jesus. And of course, I'm not apologizing for my faith. The point I'm making is, you have people from all over the world. I, I love that, though, in a sense, to be honest with you. I actually enjoy being able to view all of the world, those who have money to come to Las Vegas. A lot of them stay there for weeks at a time in cabins. and Those people actually stay outside of Vegas, but they come to Vegas to party or they come to the conventions. Vegas are known for all the conventions. The world of conventions is right in Las Vegas, Nevada. And I've seen certain movies being filmed on the strip of Las Vegas. It's something to see. It's actually very funny. Certain actors that you see literally is filming their clip, their film right there, and it's so funny to see someone like famous and just perform right there on the strip, doing a thing, performing their scene, and as if nobody's there. Yeah, I rode past that, I walked past that, and um, it's amazing. It really is. I'm just talking about the good part of Las Vegas versus the craziness. So... In this dream, I was lost, and the church people did not help me. 
and nobody was helping me. I don't know what state I was in. I can tell you it reminded me of Philadelphia. Yeah, I stayed in Philly, and I enjoyed Philly, but to have to leave in the middle of the night, well, let you know what position in life I was at. It reminded me of Philly because I remember seeing a lot of roadhouses. And road houses, for those who don't know, Philadelphia or the neighborhood of Philadelphia, there's some pros and cons of them in Philly. And I would tell you what I didn't like was the road houses. The road houses, everybody's house is connected through the whole block. I do not like that for so many reasons. One, let's just say you have a neighbor like Willie the Wino. Let me go say Willie the Wino for those who have watched uh, Saffron and Son. <laughs> Willie the Wino. I know who Willie the Wino is of Saffron the Sun. Well, let's just say in real life, I don't care what neighborhood you're in, everybody has a drunk or someone that's on something that's so bad to where they come in wasted. So what I don't like about Philly in the row house areas is five houses down, Willie the Wino can have some more people come over. And knock and pound on his door. But because every house is connected, well, that means you think it's at your door. And you're checking your door. But guess what? It's for Willie the Wino. Five houses down. Seven houses down. You know, I can care less what's going on five houses down. You know? So I'm just talking about experience I had experienced living in Philly that was negative. And Philly... Is like really crowded. A lot of people love Philly, and I get that. Um, the culture, um, they're big about family there, which is amazing. They're real big about keeping the family together. I love that. I that's one of the things to feeling I like. Um, block parties. Hello, who know about the block parties? I remember on one Mother's Day, now I had an issue with the holiday of Mother's Day, not because I'm not a mother, it ain't that. Because I had a mother, well, she's still living. I'm just saying, like, a mother that's not a mother. I don't know if anybody can relate to that. I had a mother that's not a mother. Yes, she gave birth to me. Yes, it says mother, but everybody, you could be a mom. All the thing requiring I'm a mother, I'm sorry. You could be a mother. All thing requires you is to truthfully be on a birth certificate Give birth to a baby. If you want to break it down and be kind of graphic, you know, have sex with somebody <laughs> and get impregnated by him and have his kid. Don't mean you can be a mama. Everybody can be a mother. Anybody who can lay down or do different sexual positions, conceive a child, give birth to a child, don't mean you're going to be a mama. To me, a mama. It's a woman who's willing to sacrifice for the sake of that child. Being responsible, taking care of that child. Being unselfish, sacrifice, you know. Every woman is not trying to do that one. I have to tell you. I think the idea of having kids is fun for a lot of women versus raising them. Versus night and day being committed to this this person, this baby, this kid, this, and, you know, I can't tell a woman how to look at the joy of her life. To me, when I think about kids, 
because I've been very blessed to work with kids. This is not my first time working with kids. Two years as a lunch lady, I have been a live-in nanny. I have done a lot of babysitting jobs, even my upbringing. So forth as my younger siblings. Yeah, I used to watch them because uh, I had that mother that, well, like I said, she was a mother, not a mama. A mama to me is the one who enjoys her position as being a mother, enjoys willing, more than willing, to sacrifice for the sake of that child's life. I didn't have that. And I think some of y'all are very blessed and very fortunate. And I don't want to stand these teenagers and these kids that react to the damn fool just because they can. When there's, there was kids like me that had a mother that I, maybe I should have been acting a damn fool. But I didn't because that's not who I am. But these kids reacting to fool because they can't get this, that, and the other. But I didn't have something that you can't put dollar signs on, which is peace, which is safety. I didn't have that. I had the complete opposite. So you understand, I used to hate Mother's Day. I lived in Philly, and the positive about that is I met me a mother figure. And me and her, her name was Valerie, lived in Philly. And she was such a nice woman. We parallel to each other. We both look like our dads. Both, we both had mommy issues. <laughs> um, anybody here got mommy issues? Okay. I, I feel you. Um, with severe mommy issues, uh, what you call that, um, the black sheep of the family? Yeah. Her mother was a lot like mine in so many ways. Abusive. And she belittled her daughter. And, oh, by the way, both of our mothers is from the same West Virginia, the capital of West Virginia. Don't understand how my mother was so mean and so beautiful. And how my grandmother, who's from West Virginia, was the complete opposite. And I mean the complete opposite from that. I miss Minnie. My grandma, Minnie, I miss you. I pray to the Lord keep helping me with dealing with uh, your passing. But I know she wants me to live my life. If you knew my grandma, that's one of the reasons why I could not go to her funeral. Nope, I did not. And I love her. And I know she loved me. I couldn't see myself to bring myself to go to her funeral. I couldn't see her in the box. She was such a lively person. The reality of that seemed like it would have killed me. Or at least I would have fainted at her funeral. With people who can't stand me. And you don't know why you're chosen as the black sheep. But this is the position I've been given. This is what, one of the reasons why I feel so comfortable with people who are not related to me. Not because I have self-hate issues, because I do. From time to time, I'm getting better, thank you, Jesus. But because I know who these people are. And, well, for whatever reason, they're really mean and evil-spirited to me. So the mother figure, let me get back to her. And let me get back to my dream. 
And let me get back to where I'm happy I woke up. <sighs> the mother figure, she actually started giving me stuff like, okay, one day on Mother's Day, she actually grabbed me and bought me some jewelry on Mother's Day and said how I'm such a leader and how I'm so loving and nurturing to other people like a mother should be. And it really healed me. So in Philly, one of the good things about the block parties on the holidays, especially on Mother's Day, it is open season. I went to four, not one, four different barbecues on Mother's Day. And Philly is when I got healed from hating Mother's Day. I don't hate Mother's Day today anymore. Of course, it's a temptation, but I'm, it's no need for that. I'm healed, so I move forward. Any other women have issues with Mother's Day because they had uh, mother, mommy issues? You have a mother. We all got a mother now. We were not born from a pod. We all have a mother. But a mama, everybody ain't got it. And the thing that used to make me upset was, as a teenager, I would get envious of people who were straight-A students. And this was one of the reasons why they were straight-A students, not because just they work hard. No, because they had a mother that worked hard and was there 100% of the way, and mine wasn't even there. So, especially when I felt like I was a, good, a typical good daughter, but... Like I said, miserable people you cannot make happy. Abusive, miserable people love making you miserable. You get that? So you never want to make them happy. And I do get that. Huh. So let's get back to... So I think I was in Philly. Even though it's weird because I know Philly enough to know I wouldn't... Okay, that's a lie. I would have got lost somewhat. My direction sucks. By the way. Me who travel and live somewhere everywhere have a bad sense of direction. So, let me continue. In this dream, I was in a church, and I had to go to the bathroom. I had to keep going to the bathroom. And after I went to the bathroom, I had to go somewhere while they were doing some big play, because it was a huge, big church. And I went somewhere and got there and got back. And when I got back, I was on the bus trying to get back home. And I didn't know how to get back home. So they looked through my duffel bag. And also I, I reflect on when I had left Philly. Oh yeah, I escaped Philly and lived in Vegas for eight years. So I'm asking myself, am I gonna tell you everything on how I love Philly? I have a love for Philly, but I got tired of Philly and I got afraid. I had a lover that was abusive. I don't know if I told you that. My first white boyfriend, I almost married that man. To I found out I had a maniac on my hands. Yes, it seems like I keep getting that, right? So, right now in my life, if you show me any signs that you're a maniac, whoa, the door is completely closed and I'm calling the police. <laughs> Well, leave me the hell alone. Call the police on your ass. <laughs> and ladies, if you have an issue with a, a guy that you're dating, and he's being anyway stalkerish, tell you how he's going to beat you up, crazy shit. 
or just won't leave you alone. And then the world tells you this because y'all were intimate. That's why he does not have the right. Listen, ladies, I don't give a damn. He doesn't have the right to harass you, to pound on your door, to show up in stores that you are shopping at because y'all stay in the same neighborhood. And he knows exactly when you get paid. And when you go to this store, and he's behind you, literally. I had that happen to me three times with this idiot here in Jersey. But the point I'm making is I had to call the police on this fool. My girlfriend, hey, Tanisha. You know, it's good to have a group of friends, even if it's that one good friend that can lead you in the right direction so you can keep yourself safe and protect yourself. I felt had this feeling that this man would kill me and wouldn't nobody know shit. I had this feeling that if I let him in, well, because he kept piling on my door at 3 o'clock in the morning and shit, and I could not sleep, and he kept texting me. My girlfriend was like, oh, no, he don't have the right to do that. I found out that's called terrorizing you. And then if I wanted to, I could have pressed charges. So the police had to contact him and talk to each. And the thing I like about here in Jersey that was so damn cool is that they don't play with domestic violence at all. Well, I'm talking about some man stalking me, some guy who I was only with for a week. Uh-uh. Just because y'all had some type of intimate relationship. This is what kills you about abusive people. They can be all literally up in you and in your world. They're the same ones who want to hurt you, want to destroy you. You would think that being so close, literally within your temple, huh? you would think they can be kind to you. But for wicked people, maniacs, sociopaths, them people, that make it more easier for them to hurt you and to get off on hurting you. Oh, yeah, they have a hunger for it, a taste, a craving for it. Damn, that's some shit. Uh, you crave to hurt people? Wow. Excuse my language. I don't mean to curse. But this is a serious situation that's going on. Everywhere, and it needs to be exposed. And listen, ladies, if y'all with somebody that's like that, even fellas, because I've seen guys go through it um, emotional abuse, not physical. I've seen emotional, actually, you know, I'll take that back. I've seen physical and emotional, and decided to think about it. The point I'm making is. No person should never be able to enjoy and empower themselves by being on top of you. And I don't mean that in a sexual sense. I mean that in a physical, I am hurting, knocking you down, you. Fuck that. No person should have that. Period. I do not care what their title is. They could be your parents. Nope. I went through that shit. And guess what? That motherfucker had no right doing that to me. I'm not talking about my dad. I'm talking about my mom. My dad wasn't around to protect me. So it was open season. The one who looked more like him. But you know what? They're both screwed up individuals. But um, that type of terror nobody should go through. I don't care. Like I said, it can be a parent. It can be a, even though I haven't had that happen. Hold up. That's a lie. 
I haven't had it happen physically. See how it's so easy to dismiss abuse when it's not physical? Because it's mental and emotional abuse. I've had so-called friends. Thank God I have them all blocked. (laughs) I had, let's see, the most recent one was just an idiot, and I just blocked him. I'm not going to say his name. It's not even really important. But um, the important part is when I seen that he was off like this, like, okay, he claimed he has a fiance, right? And I had said something about emoji. Not him. Not him. Oh, my God. <laughs> I said something about an emoji. It was a, a cute smiley face. I said, it's a cute smiley face. And he going to yell with capital letters and exclamation point i have a, a girlfriend a fiance i'm like is this fool think i'm talking to him and i said to myself good i didn't say it to myself i told him in a very nice way fuck you good for you he had my instagram page and he had my facebook page i blocked him for both and yes you can block whoever you need to block on both Cause they're not even worth your energy. When he's talking this bullshit, like literally this in texting, when you're writing or texting something in capital letters with exclamation point, you're hollering at the person. You ain't got the right motherfucker to holler at me. That's where I'm coming from. You can be with whoever you want, but you ain't got the right. And I won't give you the fucking right to do that. So I realized I had a sick person on my hands. Uh, uh, so I just blocked him. And I'm not even messing with him. Didn't want him. Don't want him. Any female that deals with that piece of shit, you can have 100% of that. That's a problem that I don't want. What's that? 99 problems, but a bitch ain't one? Yeah, that's how I feel. But it comes out dealing with people. So... I don't know what made him think I wanted him or I'm pursuing him or I want anything to do with him. I am so over him. He don't know I went through a domestic violence situation where I had to call the police repeatedly on the ex-boyfriend I had. But you know what I found out with people? You cannot let them consume so much of your life. That's one of the reasons why I made the choice I made getting away from my ex-husband, calling the police on my ex-boyfriend, I call the police now. Yep, I be that bitch. I'll be calling the police. If you want to harass me and tell me how you're going to hurt me and won't leave me the fuck alone because we had some type of sex. What's the sex? It was okay. It was all right. But it's not enough to take my soul, to take my life, to take my peace, to take my joy. Nope. Ain't no damn sex that good. I'll be a celibate, celibate female and it's not wrong with being to a point to where you know what if that's sex I don't want nothing to do with it if the cost of me being intimate with you requires me to hurt requires me to bleed requires me to be terrified guess what I don't want shit to do with that I'll be by myself recently I blocked an ex-boyfriend Mr. Perez I'm not gonna say his first name he's believe it or not he's half Italian have Argentinian, you know, South American, very handsome guy. Ugh. I had a hard time shaking him. He was an on again, off again boyfriend in Las Vegas. 
speaks Italian. He speaks, he has jet black, beautiful hair, devil smile, hazel eyes, you know, how I like it, right? He's tall. He's 6'1". The point I'm making is, he wouldn't leave me alone. I've known him for a good seven, eight years coming up. And all he does is hurt people. That he likes to use and abuse people. I don't mean put your hands on them. Now, this is the mind fuck. This is, those are the worst, I mean, the hardest things to deal with is people who emotionally hurt you. One minute, he's a good boyfriend. We're staying together. And I was living with him and his mom. His mom moved in. His mom not living anymore. And I'm not going to be on that subject, you know, um, my mama this, my mama that. My mom saw all this. You think, nigga, you grown. Get the fuck over that shit. But they were simple, seriously close, and I know he misses his mom. I had no real problem with him loving his mom. I hope you love your mom. But you, you used her as an excuse to not put me first. And then you kept going back to prison. Yeah. So he used people on the outside to help him on the inside. I don't know how he's doing now. I hope he's got the drift and left the illegal life alone. He did federal crimes. What they call them, um, yeah, white collar. I ain't white collar. It's blue collar and it's white whatever crimes. Yeah. So he's a, he's kind of a nerd a little bit. He, a mastermind. He would not leave me alone. He would call me. We even talked about, because we got this emotional attachment in with one another, that him coming to Jersey and living his life. And he knew that I had an apartment and he didn't have one. You get me? So he looked for somebody to abuse and to misuse. And I made this choice. I said, oh, hell no. I literally told him, you are not the marriage material type. He actually confessed that he don't want to be married one day to me. He said, you want to have sex with me, right? But you can't stand us. Those type of men you want to stay away from. He actually said it with his own mouth that he hate women. I heard I said to myself, oh shit, you leave this alone. Anytime you hear somebody use the term hate, and why would you hate a woman? Something fucking, you're a fucked up individual, and I'm wise enough to leave you alone. So what he would do is fuck with my head. That's all he did is a head fuck. So, he would send messages back and forth about him and his girlfriend, him and his new girlfriend. Since me and him has been separated, I can't tell you how many girlfriends that he's been with and they thrown him out because he refused to pay bills. They get entirely being used. And abused emotionally. They want a man to actually measure up. At least five times. If not more. Different women has thrown him out. And he's literally all on Facebook. Crying and whining about how these hoes ain't loyal. If you leave hoes alone, you'll be okay. What you doing better with a hoe? But I have to think. You know, some men have to have hoes. They love hoes. They can't do without them. And this is why they had this tragedy keep repeating and repeating to them. I'm talking a lot of stuff, a lot of shit this morning. It's a bit early to hear shit. I think I'm going to call that. It's a bit early to hear shit because I am putting this shit on about my life, 
about my struggles. And I'm hoping as I speak about this dream, this nightmare, this this early shit that I'm dishing out about my life, about things that I've experienced. I'm hoping that it somehow will help anybody you know that's going through shit, early shit, all sorts of shit. Uh, I ain't saying give me a call. I'm just asking a simple question. I'm not saying leave a voicemail message, even though I actually invite you to. But that boyfriend I told you about, I blocked him because he got off on him telling me about this woman or women, you know, plural with an E, that he is with and bragging about it. And he knew how insecure and weak I was and I would get jealous. I was that girl last time we got together. This is after I divorced my ex-husband. Yeah, I got one for a short brief time before he got locked up again. Do, 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 do. I get tired of these men. They think that they can just keep on treating you stupid. Well, if you keep letting it happen, well, come on. This is the same person. So you got to love you enough to leave that shit alone. So he had ex, his, I don't know who he was talking to, but obviously they were his so-called ex-girlfriends. I actually cursed them out. Yeah. I was that jealous girlfriend like, well, I'm here. So blah, 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 blah. I'm cursing them out. Meanwhile, he's playing all the sides of the field. And today I can say that. When I was in it, I couldn't see that. I felt like, bitch, be gone. I was that bitch that was cursing her the fuck out, letting her know this is this woman. I will curse you out in Spanish. I'm in Nevada. And yes, he messed with Spanish women. Remember, he's half, he's half South American and he grew up in California. So yeah, he knows Spanish very well. Let me continue. Yeah, I was that insecure. Oh, they better leave my man the fuck alone. Sort of mindset. And the truth be told, it's him fucking all of them. And now he's bragging to me on Facebook. I don't want you. <laughs> Maybe it has the light didn't go on, but I don't want your ass. Okay, so I had to show him because he kept messaging me and talking about him and his skirt or him and his friends. Some men, when they use the word friends, it's a cute word for saying my girlfriend, another girl that I'm fucking. Whoever you fucking can have all of you, if they know what I know, I don't know why they're fucking with you. <laughs> yes, lady, I'm one of those women that believe size do matter. Are we going to keep it real? The size does matter. And yes, if some guys say it's the ocean in the ocean. It's both. But the size does matter. And he was, mm, let's just say, if I have to compare my small fingers to his penis, well, we're talking about a really small guy. We're talking that he's, oh, I shouldn't display this man's size on here on my podcast. Who wants to hear that shit? Let's just say it is really small. I feel like I'm being tickled instead of having sex with him. So, 
Trust me, you have nothing to brag on. I mean, he had great head game. He was really good at that. Oh, my gosh. But, I mean, talking about goodness, really, really good. I won't say he the best, but he was pretty good. <laughs> but he had to do something because that other thing wasn't cutting it. Long story short, um, he's a fuck boy. He's, he's there to have sex with you, of course. But, like, a real, real relationship, a real commitment, and a life? This is why we could not be together. He tried to come here. He was in upstate New York. And he got into it with a roommate, an ex-co-worker. And it didn't work because he lied on his job application. And, of course, they didn't hire him, right? If you're dealing with money and you have a conviction where you have issues with stealing, of course they're going to, like, not hire you. Is his former employer in upstate in Troy, upstate New York. So, yeah, I blocked him recently because I really don't want nothing to do with him because he's a sick person. Some people you just can't find a cure for. You didn't realize that? Yeah, that's some real shit. That's something I had to figure out on my own. They like being like that. They like being Captain Insano. They like fucking with people in the sense to where they use people at their disposal. I feel like we shouldn't let that shit happen. I don't care if you're a female. I don't care what nationality you are. You don't let people continually do that shit to you because you value you too much. And sometimes that requires you to stand on your own. So don't feel bad if you got to be by yourself sometimes. If the only choice is to be with people who just want to use you, fuck that. Be by yourself. Be strong enough. Be man enough or woman enough to be by yourself. Don't get me wrong. We have our desires, our needs to need to be met. But it's not to be tormented for the sake of a lie of a love that a person is never going to be happy in the sense of making wanting to be kind to you, never be something that you want them to be. Accept people for who they are. And I'm done trying to change any guy to be something that I want him to be. This day, he's this character. This day, he's this character. I know it's about pleasing one another. Don't get me wrong. This is the but. Are we being honest with ourselves? And today, I refuse to deal with people who are really horrible people. What about you? And I don't mean horrible in the sense of like, Horrible to themselves. I'm talking about horrible to me, the other individual who keep me unsafe. Oh, no. I don't have the patience for that shit. Not anymore. I used to when I was younger. What about you? I'm asking this question. Yes, you can leave a message on Messenger or on this podcast. Can I encourage you to do that? To leave a review on this podcast. So this morning, this podcast is going to be called some morning shit, some early morning shit. Mm, do you realize I'd be cursing so early and talking about so many different things? So what can you learn from this podcast? What can you gravitate from this? Thank you for hearing me out. This is a Tamika Michelle podcast over and out. Join me, by the way, at Michelle, no Michelle, M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E-N-E-W-E-L-L. Michelle, M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E, or Michelle, Michelle Newell, which I am on Instagram. Y'all, please be safe and careful. 
I don't mean be paranoid, careful. And also, be safe from the evil and negative people. I would like to implement that this morning. Thank you, and thank you for hearing the morning shit. <laughs> Goodbye.